York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New out. York, New York, big city of dreams. Gunshots, man. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick and Tom Show here. Give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And the time to talk about the Knicks final game of the season. And what happened the final game of the season, fellas? The Knicks win, beating the Toronto Raptors 105 to 94. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Today was a good day for Emmanuel. Quickly woke up and gave you a triple dub 34.12 assists <laughs> and gave you those rebounds as well ob Toppin comes out here with another career high 42 points 10 rebounds three assists and one block for ob Toppin. career high every game he plays and the knicks finish the game strong Stylish fashion, 105 to 94, beating these Toronto Raptors. People want to tank. Eh, forget the tank. I'm loving these young guys. I'm loving what these guys are doing. And we're going to talk all about it. But before you talk about it, let me go through my guys today. First and foremost, it is my man from the YouTube channel across the street. <laughs> we not call him the raw metaphor. It is the raw <laughs> Hebrew remnant. What's going on, raw? My man, my man, Jay Ellis. What's up? Yep. I already know what it is, man. It's my guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. What's good, everybody? Knicks finished the season on a high. Yeah, man. And shout out to the people in the chat. Shout out to the KOT family here for the final, the season finale of the post games this season. But we'll be back. We'll be back, though. But shout-out to the people in the chat. Don Hines, Kareem Grant, Picks for Timmy, L. Marshall, Ricardo Custer, and everybody else is rocking with the KOT show today. Now, let's get to it. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about this game. We're going to talk about the future of the Knicks. We're going to talk about Leon Rohn's little, little, little fake press conference. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, what we want in the future of this team, we're going to talk all about that stuff. But let's, let's just get to the game at first. And um, where do I start today? Let, let, let's start. First of all, let me get you overall thoughts on the game. You know what? Bro, let me, since you have been here in a while, sound off on Obi Toppin, man. Sound off on Obi My Obi man, man, my man Obi. I, see, I, I, I'm going to say I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> I've been telling y'all, so all all you can do is dunk and he can't rebound and he can't do this and he can't handle it. Ah. <laughs> this man has got all star ability. I've been saying it, and all he needs, and you know the key thing to me, Obi himself said it after the last game, the press conference. He said, you know, I, I'm getting my opportunity. I don't have to look over my shoulder when I make a mistake, and I'm much more relaxed. So the com and even uh. Uh, Clyde said the same thing. He's getting the minutes now. That's all he ever needed, the minutes. And look what happened, man. So I, I'm telling you, OB can average 20 a game. He could average 20 a game. He just, he just needs the opportunity. So let's go and see some interesting things this summer. Yeah. Nah, I agree with you. Anything to add to that, Ryan? I mean, Ross said most of it right there. You know, OB um, definitely balled out. He's definitely shown when he's gotten the minutes that, 
he's more than just a guy that can, you know, just, you know, is a streaker, runs to the basket, you know, dunks and stuff like that. Like, he's shown that he can shoot the ball, which is a revelation this season because I think they mentioned it on the um, broadcast earlier tonight that, you know, last season you couldn't even get over to shoot the ball. So the fact that he's in his second year and he's like a flamethrower from three-point <laughs> range right now, it's crazy. And on top of that, like, he's shown that, his handle has improved. He, he can take guys off the dribble, which, you know, if his three-point if, if three shot continue, continues to go like this, it's going to be crazy for him because they're going to play up on him because they're not going to want him to shoot the three. Then he can use his handle to get by players and either, you know, pull up for the mid-range or go straight to the basket and finish at the rim. And, you know, Obi, he definitely did better rebounding tonight, which I'm happy about because, you know, the other couple of games, I was like, he out here rebounded like KP. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy about that. And, you know, and, and I think that his play towards the end of the season, when he's actually gotten the minutes, definitely deserves a look at OB starting at the power forward going into next season. Oh, I'm I'm going listen, man, I'm going OB to start from the rim. Yeah, OB got to start. OB has to start. And I know you're you gonna talk about him back on the bench after this. No, there's no way. And I know I know he scores forty two. Where you go? Right, he, he scores forty two, and Reaper's been talking talking about it all season about how efficient it is. He is all season, yep, yep. and with his increased minutes, sometimes when people, sometimes when you increase your minutes, it tells a you know it tells more of the story. And he has increased minutes, and his efficiency has actually gone up, which is, is yeah, a good yeah. sign. It's a good sign right. that you know his finishing around the rim is real, right? Because because that's always been fine. The thing, the revelation has been the three-point shot. And I've seen certain people go, they hit you with the, um, uh, uh, it's, it's against lesser teams. It's against yeah, teams. No. I, I don't want to hear none of that right now. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. For all you trying to downgrade, downplay OB's three-point shooting because it's against yeah. lesser teams, <laughs> bruh. I'm going to tell you something. Give Ben Simmons those same shots Obi Toppin got, and then see oh if he's God. hitting six from fourteen from three, and then tell me it's oh because God. it's lesser teams. Bruh. Right now, not only that, look, we know what what I what I like about Obi from the beginning, and he's displaying is he can score from a variety of ways. So he can get, and even today, IQ and Brooks missed him on a couple of breakaways where they could have got you know got him the ball. He'd score even more, but. He can score. Obviously, he's got elite speed. He can score, you know, breaking away. If you can't get him the ball, he can score now on the three. He can take the ball off the dribble. He has a very sweet mid-range jump shot. He showed that also. And, of course, he can finish. Whereas, like with Randall, he's scoring out of ISO. He's scoring, you know, if he's not in the ISO, he's gonna, it's going to be ball movement. He gets an open three, and that's when he's hitting it. Um, but he's very limited in the ways he can score. Obi has many more ways he can hurt you. And so, just if you just exploit that, you know, I think we got something right here. I I definitely think we have something right here. I'm ready. I'm I, if I'm playing poker, uh, I'm putting all my chips on the table. I'm putting. I'm pushing them on. I'm pushing them in the middle Me of the too. table. I'm with. I'm pushing them in the middle of the table OB. on OB and just yep. says screw it. Let's let's rock with it. And I know. I already know what the Randall, the Randall people are saying. I already know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Randall people are going to say, you know, Randall, he, he, he's led us to the promised land before he got us to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They're going to say, Obi doesn't, you know, doesn't attract double teams. 
and that's why we can't grow run through him. But I, like I said before, I said the last game, I've seen the whole season of the Phoenix Suns get the top seed in the NBA when they had Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire um, running pick and roll all day, and 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 being a top team in the East for years to come. And not to say mm-hmm. that we have a Steve Nash here, but I'm, I'm Emmanuel quickly can find Obi Toppin uh, pretty fine. Plus, I mean, you, you, plus, you look at Randall's entire career um, of, of the eight years that he's been in the league. He's only been in the playoffs once. So he has never, like, elevated his team so that he, they can get to the playoffs. He, he, he's never been that guy. And then last year, we know that they were playing to empty stadiums a lot, you know, on top of the fact that, you know, that, then he was getting the ball a lot and he was, you know, he's in the shape of his life. None of that was true this year. And so it was more if you if you have a sample and you got eight samples and one is different than the other seven, then the seven are the norm. The eight is an aberration. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm just looking at it. If you want to look at it objectively, he has never been a winning type of player, a guy that can elevate his team to the playoffs. He's not that guy, you know, so now that RJ is, is coming into his own. I don't think we need Julius Randle. I don't think we need him. I think they're gonna have to trade him. Yeah, and 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 my thing is this for Julius Randle. It's 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 not even. It's the attitude that's surprising. I, that's I keep saying this thing. over yep. and over again. If Randle yep. had put up the same numbers he had this year, and kind and didn't give us the blowups, yeah, and he tried on defense, I I would um. I wouldn't have this. Take. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have this move him immediately. Type of take if this yep. was the case. You know what yep. I'm saying? If he, to me, if Randall shot, if if, 20, if Randall had 20, 10, and five, still had the, sh- the bad shooting percentage, and had a decent attitude, I'd be like, yep. you know what? Maybe you can work him in in a different role as a team. You know, just switch the roles a little bit. Have Obi play more. I would have that take. But, but he he doesn't have that. He's not going to allow that. He his attitude would not allow that to happen. Exactly, his attitude to me won't allow that to happen. That's the thing that's surprising. This is why I'm pushing my chips all in on the table on Obi Toppin. Yep, I think I think Leon's with you. Yeah, I think Leon's with us with us low key because on, on in other news, Leon Rose actually talked to the media today, and um and we'll get back to that. I, I want to get to I want to get to IQ next. But uh, but we're gonna talk about Leon Rose's thing. Now IQ came over here, my favorite non-point guard in IQ. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite non-point guard in the league comes in here, gives you a triple dub: thirty-four points, twelve assists, six to eight from the free throw line, ten rebounds, plus twenty-three on the night. My um, gosh. Um, I saw man. Did you hear? There was some tape. They were talking about something on. Um, there was. Oh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this clip. I'm gonna play a clip real quick. Yeah, go ahead, man. I want to hear this. I'm gonna play a clip. I don't even know. I'm not even sure if you're gonna be able to hear it raw. Um, well, if, I, if I turn my sound, will it be double? Okay. Yeah, maybe you might be able to hear it on YouTube. But um, Rebecca Harlow played a clip about what what uh, quickly does. Uh, to prepare for games after All Star Game, I'm gonna play the clip right now. Hold on a second. Playing it right. 
Okay, the clip is not playing. But <laughs> <laughs> the clip isn't playing. Sorry for the dramatic pause. But I'll just have to. Ad lib it. Oh, uh, yeah. After every game IQ, after every game IQ watches film on his last game, then he watches the last game with his last opponent, and then he watches his opponent's last game all while getting his hair braided because all that takes a lot of time. So he pretty much, after every game, he watches three games. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, this is right when he said he's really, you know, a student of the game. Yeah. So he's a student of the game, and he says watching those three games after every game helps him try to helps him figure out where the passes are coming from, how you can improve, where his teammates are, and gives gets him more confidence to actually you know, to run the show. So IQ is putting in a lot of work and he said he's been doing that since after the All Star break. And Wow. You can you can see the work he's putting in. And it's not always perfect. But I, and I said this before. Um it's not always perfect, but his assist percentage can't be ignored. He has like one of the best best assist percentage in the game and even though he takes a high volume of shots, um the the passes he does make Leads directly to buckets. No, <laughs> yeah, and and he's I don't I mean I don't consider him a point guard, but I want him to play that role <laughs> for the Knicks because I don't want them to go spend eighty million on Brunson when you no. got you got quickly who's just as good on two more years of his rookie contract. It just makes no sense. It, yeah, it just, it just doesn't make the sense. So as I'm going with the theme of pushing my chips on the table, I'm pushing my chips on the table. For Emmanuel quickly and Obi Toppin to start this year as well, and I know I know some people are are, are might be like I don't know he's not a, he's not a point guard he's not a point guard, um, and I talked about it before. good enough he's, good enough he, he he has two triple doubles in the last five games and and I know somebody will like yeah it's against lesser competition he led us against the Heat when he yes. had something to fight for yes. A couple of these games, like, teams were fighting for positions still. All of those, it was just all the way down to this game because teams were fighting for jockeying for playoff positions still, you know, all of the games that they played before. So it's not like he just had, you know, people crashing like, like the Bucks did tonight, you know, didn't play anybody. They were all trying to win. Exactly. Exactly, which is why I'm buying. I'm, I'm buying on IQ. I'm buying on Opie Top, and I'm buying on their yep. work. They're, after this, they already said oh, they're going right back to work, and and he's improved. Yep. He's improved on his playmaking. The go ahead, yep. I see the go ahead passes he's make. The go ahead passes you already know. The go ahead passes for Ob gets Ob going. I've already told you. Watch the last game. Watch the difference. Watch the shots that Ob got before IQ got in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. when it was when it was Alec Burke's running point with RJ, and watch the shots Ob got. After IQ got in the game, and tell I mean, me you don't was, see no, a difference. It was night and day, man. Night and day. It was night and day. Tell me you don't see a difference. Yep. <laughs> tell me. Yep. And and Raw yep. said it before beforehand. Watch what happens when Alec Burks is playing lead point guard role. Exactly. When IQ was on a bench, and watch what happens when IQ gets back in the game. Yep. 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 No, I want to see him get. The, I want them to hand him the basketball and let him play thirty games at the point. And then let's see what happens. That's like he did this year. You know, Tom said we're going to see what happens to get a sample size. So let's let quickly get his turn. And Leon can help by trading Burks. Absolutely. And Burks has yeah. a good trade value. And yes, I don't want to see Burks go, but but I don't trust it, I just don't trust Tom, man. Well, Tom Thibodeau, <laughs> yeah. And not only that, so if you if you were to tell me you're going to play Burks 
off the bench. Okay, but I still we got Cam. <laughs> yeah, Cam to play. yeah. You know, I want somebody got to go. I want Cam. I have Cam to start, really. But okay, let's go start Grimes. Tibbs love Grimes, so Grimes will start. Fine. I want Cam to get those minutes though. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like Burks was training wheels. Time to take off the training wheels. You know, we got they can ride now. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with you. Right now. And, yeah. And, and, and um, so go ahead. Yeah, because you know I've I've been listening to a lot of back and forth, and I'm on board and pretty much with with pretty much everything y'all say. The only thing where I'm just kind of like. I'm not 100% sure yet is because, okay, we're quickly starting at point guard. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure about that yet, despite his performances towards late in the season, because I've seen what quickly can do when he comes off the bench and provides that spark plug as a sixth man. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if me putting quickly into the starting lineup, I don't know if there's anybody on the Knicks that can replicate that with the bench, because I like the bench unit and, and with the energy that they provide and, and the help that they provide to that first unit. Right, and, I still, and, and, and I still think What about that, Rose, though, Ryan? What exactly. Rose? No, no, no. And that's what I said with Rose here. I think I would, I think I would still start Rose and have quickly come off the bench and then have quickly finish out games. Yeah, I'd be like, I like, no, I, I'm saying that with Rose starting, like, you can still, you can still, not overplay roles. It depends yeah, on okay. it, it, it. It depends on Thibs and the way he, you know, distributes the minutes. You know, yeah. cause like like for example, there's a lot of teams that start point guards that you know, and and usually it's that guy that comes off that comes off the bench that finishes out games. You know, you have a lot of players in the league like that. No, yeah, so Tibbs is always so, doing that with the same unit also. Yeah, I'm just saying that I like the impact that quickly does when that quickly makes when he comes off the bench. And I still think even if, even if, for example, hypothetically speaking, if the Knicks get rid of Randall and Obi even slides in as that starting power forward, I still think you could stagger the minutes the way they can play together with quickly still coming off the bench. But like I said, like, I, it, that, that's just how I think. Like, it's not like if quickly starts on be like, damn, that's a bad move. Like, nah, yeah. like, because I feel yeah. like, I feel like with quickly, with quickly's production towards the end of the season, even though it's against lesser competition, I still think it, it deserves a look. You know, to at least give it a chance to be like, okay, if we start this guy in the in the point guard position, let's see how it plays out. The same thing right. with Obi. Right. Let's start about power forward and see how it plays out. Right. You know what I mean? Because they deserve it from their play towards the end of the season. I'm just saying that I just love quickly in that six-man role. And I'm like, if I push quickly into the starting lineup, is there anybody on the Knicks currently that I can put into that second unit that's going to provide that same pop Derek Rose. that he did? <laughs> Well, I like, yeah. I, well, see, if you, to me, you have, like, let's say you start in Grimes. So you have Jericho, Cam Reddish, Derek Rose, Deuce McBride. I don't know, man. I, I like that. That's the new mob deep. Exactly. Right? Like, you're not going to miss a step. You're that's not going to miss a step. Right there. And then if, let's say, Knicks get a pick, a good pick, you know, like, you know, so, like, if you traded Randall, let's say you get a Keegan Murray, you know, on the mob. Now you got another guy right there. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about I'm that. I'm not worried about it at all. I'm not worried about no, that not, because I, I mean, I'm not worried. You got just, a valid, just saying, Ryan got a valid this, point. You know, yeah, this, Ryan this, got a valid point. There's ways to think about it. You know, there's other ways. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I think we'd be more dynamic because, yeah, I just think, we'd be, and especially the way Tibbs pushes his starters because now you got a legit starting five, man. Only thing is, I'd be concerned with their fatigue because he, you know, Tibbs is stupid, man. He get done with all them too many minutes, man. So, yeah. 
I mean, I'd like to see you know him distribute the minutes a little bit more into the second unit to rest some of his starters because he pushes them too many minutes. But that and that ain't gonna change. You know, that ain't gonna change. Yo, yeah. and yo, shout out to to Vivek on on Twitter. He doesn't have like a huge following, but he he be, he be hitting you some stats sometimes with some facts for real. Okay, and um, shout out to Vivek. He he twist he posted something today, and he said um, ah. Uh, most infuriating part of the season, blowing eight 15-point leads. Bad. The worst in the NBA. The 76ers have lastly have seven, but eight is the difference between being a play-in squad and an exit. Now people will say blame the players, but this is the design flaw of Tibbs' teams. His 2016-2017 Wolves blew 22 double-digit leads. Wow. That's a good set. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. It was a reason the 17 to 18 Timberwolves couldn't maintain a higher seed in the Western Conference and ultimately got Tibbs axed. It was a feature of the Bulls teams. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You'll sometimes hear Tibbs and his supporters say leads disappear quickly because of the three or we're not good enough to let the foot off the gas. Well, maybe the blame has to come on the coach too. Maybe they both leads because of fatigue. And then he gets into stats. He says the 17-18 Wolves were the worst defensive team in the second half of games. Sounds familiar. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Their Knicks are yeah, 11th in defensive rating. Overall, the worst is Portland. At 16.4 of the 45 losses, 21, 21 of them featured second halves where the Knicks were worse. 16.4. Wow. wow. Worse than worse than 16.4. Worse than 130. So our second halves were poor. Yeah, even though well, we're we 11. know the third quarter has always been bad the whole year. The third quarter was terrible. So, yeah. And so that that yeah. kind of supports your, your your point rule where the fatigue factor yes is going to kill yes. us and and that's might happen whether we start go with Go with OB and IQ, right. or Randall. But that's that's, oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's a tips yeah. thing. And then we've been saying talking yeah. about the third quarters. How they don't he doesn't sub people out in the third quarters. That has a lot to do with it. And it, the thing that yes. killed me is that he'll sit there and watch the lead dissipate, make no changes until they lose the lead. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Just sit there and watch it happen every third quarter. Why are you doing that? What is going? On? <laughs> What's the deal, man? <laughs> you got to change something. You know, third yeah, you, quarters are bad. And, you know, after hearing that crazy stat, I think it's best that Thib starts IQ next season and not start Rose. Not, not, <laughs> not, 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 not I'm like, can you start IQ, Rose, IQ Rose, and don't start Rose? <laughs> Rose be back injured by the time you get to 35 games. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, no, I don't, I start IQ, man, and bring Rose off the bench. And that way Rose is still going to be dynamic. He can still close for you. Um, but you're not killing him. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. So I yeah, mean, you're not killing him. I, I'm all, I'm all in on both of these guys. I, it's funny because as, as I'm setting up, I'm hearing the guys on MSG argue about, well, what do you, what do you do? You know, Alan Hahn was like, well, what do you do? The the kids are they're good. Like it, it makes things hard. Like what do you do? There's no there's no there's no hard choice here, Alan. You know what I'm saying it's not very <laughs> difficult. It's not, it's not. Shout they out to make Wallen. drama on TV, but it's not difficult. You, you see, Alan Hahn is considering the vets on the team. That's why, because he's like. That's why, because he's like, hmm, well, if you're going to play these young guys more, that's going to leave less minutes for the vets. Are the vets going to be able to take that? I think that's where Alahan is coming from when he's like, what are you going to do? You know, because these young guys are emerging, but you still have these vets on the team. Yeah. yeah. That's when you go to the front office and go, hey, 
Make it easy for him. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Make it easy. Leon, that's Leon's job right there. Make it make it easy. Make these decisions very clear. Exactly. So shout so shout to shout out to Vivek. Go for giving him a follow on Twitter. I don't even think he has a huge following, so if you follow him, tell him JL sent him, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right salute. do we have any callers i'm I haven't, I haven't, i'm sorry i just been going do we have any callers first and foremost if you're loving the conversation so far please hit the like and subscribe button and um also shout out to the super chat guys so i uh, see so we got a six super chat for my guy alex so gunshot to my guy alex who sends a, a six dollar super chat it says salute shalom roller coaster season but a good game to close at least Glad we got these Ute Dem. Oh, glad we got the Ute Dem. Okay, Alex with the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Alex threw me with that. <laughs> what, the Ute Dem. <laughs> Ute Dem. Some real silver linings. Much love, KOTI. Shout out to my guy, Alex, who helped me, uh, helps me with uh, some of the, the show graphics. And, you know, thank you, for, thank you for the Obi Toppin graphic, Alex. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. All Can we right. talk about Leon's, Leon's presser? I mean, Leon's. You know, fake interview? No, we did not talk about Leon's fake interview, but we can we can talk about that now. Um, cause I don't think we have any callers now, but if you want to call, oh, we have a caller. All right, no, let's let's get to Ken, and then we'll and then um we'll get to Leon's interview. Okay. Yo 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 yo, what's up? <laughs> what's what's going on, Ken? <laughs> the baby's sleeping, so I gotta be a little quieter than I would oh, be. Okay. Yo, man, hey. You guys are on fire. You got Raw tonight, so you got the, the big three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going out of style. Uh, yeah, man, you guys, listen, man, seriously, you guys are all on point. Like, the things I want to talk about, you guys, like, and you're clicking. Like, you're, you guys are mentioning everything everybody's thinking about, and I, I'm totally with you on all your points. I think, um, like we mentioned the last show, the good news, the positives, right, because everyone loves to talk about the negatives, is, yo, we got a, a good young core of players. And maybe Raw's the only one, you know, close to me in age who might remember this, but the last time we had a core of young players that's exciting was when Rick Pitino was the coach. That, you know, that was like 35 years ago in the late Who'd 80s. Who did he Because I was thinking Sugar Ray, Ray, I mean, Richardson and uh, uh, Ray Williams. Oh. I don't go back that far, but oh, when okay. I first started watching, <laughs> I remember, remember we, had, we had Patrick, who was still young. Yeah, uh, we had we had Mark Jackson, oh, uh, yeah, rookie of the right, year, right, Johnny right. Newman, Gerald Wilkins, who was no, um, you're right, yeah, big brother, had a good young court. That's right, that's right. And that's right. and we had Rod Strickland, that's as right, the you're right. And then that we were the good. remember we were bombing threes back then. Before, and I think you know, they, they they won like forty something games that year. I'm not they, they won, won they, well, they won fifty in in Pacino's second year. Okay, they won fifty because that's when they got Oak. When they got oh, Oakley, okay. and Oakley okay. was only in his fourth year. That's right. So like they traded, were young. Uh, they traded Cartwright to get Oakley. Right. Yeah. It's like okay. one of the, the only good trades that Nixon made. But anyway, so <laughs> is like now having a, a young core like that, right? Like we got hope and we got options, and and it's exciting. And like you know, like we're talking about Obi, and you know, I was so happy that Obi, you know, talked up and and you know he threw. I, I don't think it was in, like shade intentionally. He was telling the truth. Yep. But this thing with Tibbs. I was like, listen, man, you, yeah, of course these kids are not going to perform as well if you're going to have them all stressed out, that you're going to pull them at any, any second. Like, if this yeah, kid knew, right, listen, I got my 15 me. minutes, right? Yeah. If I have my 15 minutes, as long as I'm playing hard and, I, you know, and I'm prepared, 
then you don't have to worry about the shots dropping. But you see how good this kid is, these kids are Son. when they know they're not going to get pulled. So you I put think fourteen um, threes up today. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, like, like, and I know, like, someone else has mentioned. And I know we went back and forth with someone on Twitter where they're like, okay, well, these ain't, you know, like, the, you know, you know, the best players, and it's the end of the year, so people maybe not playing. But still, like you said. Threes are threes. You're gonna make them. You know. You're gonna right. uh, when you're open. That's you the NBA. Still, it's still the NBA. Exactly. It's still the NBA. Yeah. And um and the point is like everyone's watching. They're seeing what Ovi's done. So his value's gone up. So now we actually got depth at a position, a power forward. So even though we've been trashing Randall, we got two power forwards. So we can move one of them, preferably Randall, to another team. And listen, Randall. I don't like Randall, and I was always against. You know, like what you guys talked about. I saw last year was was a Fugazi last year was, you know, his contract year, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, with COVID, the place was empty. And also he benefited last year from, from number. Um, we we're part of, was it the elite eight? So we had all this extra rest. So he could play those tips minutes last year and mm-hmm. not get tired. But this year, I forgot Jay Williams mentioned on, on, on ESPN, like how many more minutes Randall has played since he tips took over the coach versus other players. It's, it's astronomical. So anyway, yeah. Um, oh. I think like Randall, like he, we had him trying to be a number one. He's not a number one. Like you guys talked about it beautifully, you know, trying to generate off of ISO and then pull up. The, that's not his game. His game is power. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's, mm-hmm. it's somebody bends the defense. He's cutting to the basket. Cause that guy's a load when he gets the ball and he's, and he's got a couple of steps going to the basket, you ain't stopping. So if he's on another, a team with a legit number one, yep. he'll play better. Yeah. And that's where he needs to be. So um, yeah, four callers like up said, too. So um, I want you to, I don't want you to get too long on the can. Yeah, four callers up. So I don't want you to get too long winded. But All right. continue. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so anyway, so I think as long as we get rid of you know Randall, which I think was always the plan, um, we're good. Uh, the last thing I just want to mention really quick is, um, uh, you know, Leon needs to be more hands on with Tibbs. I think we've seen that. That's you know been the major issue. He's given uh, um, Tibbs a little too much rope. Mm-hmm. and he needs to change that for next year. And the last thing, and I'm going to hang up, is uh, the draft lottery that's coming up. I will make sure you start promoting that. I talked to you, my man, Jay Ellis, over here. Gonna put out, you're going to do a show. Mm-hmm. And let's just say I've been looking at it. Even if the, the Knicks, are, you know, the chances are not good that we're going to move up, and we never move up anyway. But it, depending what teams move up, and you guys are talking about a little bit about it, it could help the Knicks. In terms of like, you know, we can trade. If somebody, if the right team moves up, then they'll be willing to trade. And then we could do something. And um, this year to make it spicy and interesting and to, you know, um, excite the basketball gods to help us, I told Jay Ellis, I'm going to put some money up, uh, depending on on who who moves up in the lottery. So we'll discuss that later, you know, uh, something to come up on that. I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. So, okay, something happened. I will put it in the super chat, and 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 you know some of the amounts I told you, Ellis, are are uh, are pretty big. All right, so, all right. more to come on that. All right, salute, right. <laughs> salute to Ken. All right, fellas, you've done an awesome job. Thank you. All right, yo, shout out to Ken. He had like a like an interesting idea about like sure, about um like almost like a uh, how how you say a uh, 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 almost like a sports betting. For for draft. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, for the draft. Okay. Yeah, but like, like KOT style. Handicap in the draft. You put KOT style. You put money down, yeah. and if you're yeah. right, you get a, you know something like that. He, yeah. We gonna see. We gonna see though. We gonna see.
right. All right. But shout out to Ken. Um, and yeah, Obi. I'm a, I'm gonna just play this little clip of Obi talking about what Ken exactly was talking about, where he kind of uh, threw tips under the bus, but didn't throw tips under the bus on purpose. He was just talking, you know, speaking his truth. He was just being honest. He was being honest. Yeah, he'd being honest about it. Yeah, he was speaking his truth. I'm gonna play that clip right now. Hopefully, this clip plays better than the last clip. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I definitely feel. Uh, I I definitely feel a little bit more relaxed now. Um, knowing that like I'm not I'm not coming out if I make a mistake. So um, like having having that opportunity is is helping me a lot. So I definitely yeah, pretty much said it right there. I feel more relaxed now that he doesn't have to feel like he's taken out. So he feels more in rhythm. He's shooting 14 threes a game. <laughs> Imagine Obi put up 14 threes a game for real. It's crazy. But yeah. Uh, all right. Here we go. Next caller up. We got Big Reaper. Oh, my man. Yep, my man. The, the civilized analytics. Mm hmm. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, yeah, I'm thankful this season. You know, it was like a rough season. So I'm thankful it's over. Um, you know, it's, um, you know, I'm glad, you know, we finally was able to see IQ and Obi get extended minutes. Uh, I was actually very surprised that we, you know, we were able to see Obi get extended minutes like the last couple of weeks. And so that was really good. Uh, obviously it makes, you know, Tiz look really bad, but I think, <laughs> I think all the fans already knew that. So, yeah, you know, so I guess it's, you know, nothing really special there. Uh, my biggest thing was, uh, I didn't get a chance to see like the, uh, the interview with, uh, Leon Rose, you know, I kind of did, you know, I did feel a little sort of a way. I don't know, like, what the protocol is in terms of giving interviews, but I didn't like the fact that, like, when things are falling apart, where he's, like, nowhere uh, nowhere to be found. And, uh, and Ru, I know you uh, occasionally talk about how, like, you know, uh, that's probably one of the things Leon likes about Tiz, how he's the one who's up there, like, taking all the arrows and everything. Yeah. So Leon yeah. can stay in the background. Um, but sometimes I just kind of feel like he is kind of like ducking. I feel like sometimes it, it's, to me, it feels like he's ducking accountability, you know? Um, you know, the less people see him, maybe the less, like, you know, they're they're going to be, you know, willing to judge him, right? If he's nowhere to be found, like, out of sight, out of mind, right? So nobody's thinking mm -hmm. about it. And then also, like, you know, everybody talks about the Brock Holler guy and, you know, the and their analytics department and, you know, honestly, you know, um, you know, last, uh, the, uh, basically that free agency, last free agency was their first up the bat and they basically struck out big time, you know, uh, that just, you know, like if you dig into the numbers on, on like Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier, it kind of makes you think like, what were they looking at? You know, right, a lot of like right. the team stats look great, but when you look at the individual numbers, defensive stats, and you compare it to the efficiency, you kind of realize like that Boston team was actually, um, was actually dragging them, uh, was actually basically um, kind of helping. It's almost like they were a drag on a team. So the, the a lot of the uh, team numbers, like the, their uh, net rating that they had, those team numbers, it looked uh, better for Evan and Kemba. It was a lot better than it should have been, but their individual ratings, their individual like stats were like, you know, weren't very good. Like basically if you compare like their shooting percentage versus like what the opponent shoots against them, they were both of them were negative. So, okay. um, so I'm not sure what, you know, I'm not sure what they were looking at. And it showed this year, it was the same thing this year. Both of them were uh, essentially negative this year. 
and yeah. they basically ripped up or killed their defense, you know? Yeah, yeah and I, I said too, the same so. thing, Civil Edge. I said the same thing because I was like, looking at those guys weren't weren't good for Boston the way they yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. play the Leon. I'm gonna play the Leon clips after you, after you, you get off too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a couple of them, so don't worry. All right, cool. Yeah, it's just you know, honestly, when they first made the move because of like you know how they did the first season, like how they brought in Rose, they've been really stingy and very patient. So you know, I think a lot of people gave them benefit of the doubt that they saw something no one else did. But then you kind of dig into the numbers and look. I don't think it's me. Okay, it's Leon's fault because he hired those guys, right? So at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. If you hired the uh, guys that are giving you, like, wrong information, right. you know, that's on you. You hired them. Uh, but, you know, hopefully you know, hopefully they can, you know, redeem themselves this year and figure out a way to, you know, like, make this, you know. Uh, honestly, it's kind of an easy thing. They just have to, it's like, you, you guys say addition by subtraction. It's like, it's, it's really easy this year. You know, yeah. you don't even have to like yeah. add no, anyone this year. There's no numbers that you know to even just... like see progress <laughs> next year. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so like, but then I guess going forward after next year, you know, these guys are still around, and you're gonna have to worry about like, okay, like, are they really gonna know exactly what we need to improve this team, right? And uh, are they actually gonna be getting the correct information that they need from like all their scouts and also the analytics? You know, so yeah. that's like the only concern I got. Uh, but thank you guys for taking my call, man. Have a good night. All right. Absolutely. Have a good one, my man, from, from the big AC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's funny because he was talking about um, moving places. We have a lot of picks next year. You know, a lot of picks. We have we have expiring contracts. So there's moves to be made. Whether yep. it be going up in the draft, I can see us doing that, consolidating these picks. Pick. Yep. He said we got 13 picks. We we can be very flexible, and he's right. He he everything, and he also committed to to building, which means youth. Exactly, it's yeah. really up to the front office and Leon Rose to force Tibbs' hand right here. Um, yep. Especially with like with, like the amount of talent we have, like you said, it's probably the most talented young core we've ever had, yep. in, in a very long time. I I keep referencing, I keep referencing the Nate Robinson, <laughs> Shannon Fridays. I wasn't there oh. for the for the earlier. Yeah, I was like a baby. I wasn't that, that watching Nick games deal. during that time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when you had you had Michael Ray Richardson and Ray Williams for Ewing, that was a nice young. And then, like the guy mentioned, even better was when they had Rod Strickland, Mark Jackson, Patrick Ewing, Johnny Newman. They had a really nice young core, and they messed it up. They traded away Jackson, traded away um, Strickland. It was stupid, you know. It was really dumb, and and they they had made a really good move because they traded Cartwright to get Oakley, and that's when they won. Like he said, they won fifty games the next year, mm. but Patino didn't stay. I think he left to go to uh, Kentucky or Louisville or something after that, and so that's why that changed. But um, no, they traded away a young core they had. That's when Nick's management was really like, oh my god, he's like, yeah. And, I mean, and you know what? I don't think Dolan was even there then. It was just something else. It was just crazy. Yeah, and it's been management has been bad ever since, but um, it's it's looking a little bit better this year. It's looking a little bit better, even though we had a bad season. It's it's, it's still hope. No, this is the best young core we have had. Yeah, you know, in a minute, yeah. man. for in real, minute. for real. Um, and I know we have. Hold on, let me play something real quick. Shout out to Jason. Hold on one second, Jason. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a clip 
of Leon Rose talking about uh, the Julius Randle acts for for um, a trade. And it's kind of funny a little bit to me. And Ryan G knows why. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to play it right now real quick. Uh, All right, hold on. I'm playing it right now. Yes, he did. No, Julius loves it here in New York. Wants to be in New York. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, listen, Leon Rose is the absolute opposite of Phil Jackson. <laughs> absolute opposite. You will not, you cannot tell what this man is thinking. And Raw kind of said it earlier that he, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's my wishful thinking looking into things. But to me, that wasn't like a glowing endorsement. It was not. It was, no. it was a canned. It was a canned answer. That's what it was. It was a canned answer. And Berman was mad because he didn't get a chance to interview him because he was like, I know he was chopping it a bit. And he and in his article, he said he said it's almost like they pre-recorded it and they cut it up the way they wanted it, and that's how you put it. They're going to trade Julius Randle. Why are you going to have? You can't have Ob. First, you know Leon did not draft Julius Randle. That's true. Yeah. And do you remember, any of y'all remember the night of the draft when we actually got him, how Leon was acting? He was hyped. When they got when they picked Obi, he was hyped in the green room. Man. Yeah, I remember that year. There was trade rumors that the Knicks were really high on Obi Toppin, and they were yep. looking to trade up to get him. Yep. And they were, they were just hyped that he fell because, to because, eight. Because Cleveland was going to get him. Mm-hmm. But then Cleveland picked Okoro, and that I, at that point I knew Obi was coming to New York. And so Cleveland picked Okoro, and when he when when Obi was there, Leon was static. Man, he was a static. He, he was he was the happiest one in the green room, man. Exactly. So yeah, I, I, maybe I'm looking. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. No, uh, no. All all I was saying was that when Leon Rose said a, said that little bit right there, all that told me was that Leon Rose was like, yeah, um. He was, he's staying here, but that's because, you know, I want to raise his trade value. So, yes. you know, he's on the market, <laughs> but we're not going to give him up for pennies. We're not going to give right, him up for exactly, you know, exactly you know, right. we we're, we're only going to give him up for value. So, yeah, he wants to stay here, but at the same time, we're shopping him. That's what it sounded like. Exactly. That's, right. that's what, I, that's that's what exactly I'm reading right. from it. But, it, but that's, exactly that's my hopeful mind thinking that. But I, I digress. I'm going to play another clip, him trying to defend Julius Randle once again. So hold on one second. I'm going to play this. You know, you know, look. Julius is a passionate, you know, player. He's a person who, um, I mean, last year everything went right. Obviously, this year things didn't go right. But, you know, he still wound up one of three players to average 20 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists. You know, one of three players in the entire NBA. Um, you know, I think that uh, the, the, the things that happened on the court, you know, you saw some emotion coming out you saw some things happening and i think that you know it affected his play at times um and i think that uh you know he felt remorseful for some of those things as he expressed you know to the to the fans in his letter that that he sent to them but um he you know kept working and and worked through it right up until you know the end of the season so you know i think that it was just not being comfortable at times. I mean, it was just not being comfortable. He, he gave it his best effort, um, you know, and he, you know, just the, the three-point shot didn't go as like it did last year. I think teams keyed on him more this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
you, you heard it it's, to me it's, he's just like ah he just wasn't comfortable this year the three-point shot didn't go this year he i i like the the best lie i heard was he gave it his best effort that was a good one that was <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the, the, the one of three players with the 2010 i was like he's the, but he of course he didn't bring up he's the second worst efficient wise this this one of the worst efficiency in the nba oh yeah he is the worst yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he, this, this, is what, this is what this is for those who are mad at the that he didn't say live on air, I'm going to trade Julius Randle. Yeah, he can't say that. <laughs> yeah, he's never going to say that. Or he's never going to say that live on air. Never. He can't <laughs> if, say that. Like I, that, that, that. Then he lost the trade already. Exactly. Yeah. The, the way this works is you build the guy up, you make some excuses. Oh, you know, he's having a rough time. He's emotional. But he didn't even say emotional. You, you you change it. You go, oh, he's passionate. You see? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's that was and that's and you know he has a long. History as a, as a as an agent, so he knows how to promote the guy he wants, right? So there he goes, there you go. Exactly. exactly. All Leo Rose was saying was that look, my man Julius Randle, he's a passionate guy. He plays with a lot of emotion. Yeah, his emotion got the best of him at times, but he is still remorseful for it. He's mm-hmm. a great teammate. He's a no, good wait, player. Wait, he just had an off season. Right, right. Mm-hmm. He, said, he wasn't very comfortable. In other words, in New York, he wasn't exactly. very comfortable. Exactly. And you saw that letter he wrote that we typed up for him and signed his oh, name man. to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Man. No, that, I think to me, when I heard that, I said, oh, he's definitely getting traded. No, I know that. <laughs> So you know, oh, just, just you know, just keep that in mind. He had an off season. He was he, just, he was just very emotional this season, but he's still a very good teammate and he's still a very good player. So yes, please, you know, if you come in for Julius Randle, please offer up the what we want for him, exactly. so we can trade him away. That's exactly. all I'm trying to say. You too can have a Julius Randle. All it takes is three first round picks in a number. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, we'll give you a bobblehead on top of it. Exactly, exactly. Oh man! All right, let's go. Next caller up. We may probably play some more clips after this, but next caller up, we got my guy Jason from Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you too can have a Julius. No, I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Yeah, yeah, you're on, man. You're on, man. Hey, you didn't hear to say I'm muted, man. What's up, fellas? What's going what's on, up? man? Hey, man, what's good? I don't, I don't really got much to say. I mean, it was a good game. Just, you know, it's the last game of the season, so I figured I'd call in and say what's up. And, what's up? You know, thank you guys for letting me talk on this. You know, I used to – I've listened to – for, like, the last three or four years, I've listened to all these different podcasts and post-game shows, and I never used to call in. And then I finally said, let me just start calling in. Man, you picked ours. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, I just, that. I'm so talking with you guys, so I'm like, let's go. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Super appreciate that. That's big that you chose yes, ours to, to call big into time. first with all the, all the podcasts out there. So shout out to you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, um, it's going to be interesting, man. Are you guys, you guys going to do any anything with the playoffs? I know you're going to do a lot with the draft and all that. Playoffs or anything? Um, playoffs, I probably not. I know we're gonna have we're gonna have like, uh, like maybe a couple of wrap up shows. We're gonna have a couple of wrap up shows. You know, KOT for those who's been following for a while, we usually do um wrap up shows where we evaluate the players and talk about their games, what they have to work on next season, and give them grades and stuff like that. So we're gonna have a couple of wrap up shows to talk about all the players individually. Um, 
And I think I want, I, like I said before, I think I want to have a fan. I, I think I want to have a separate fan wrap-up show where I give you guys a chance to kind of have like a big old Zoom meeting live stream type of situation where all y'all can just time in and, and have like a real round table talk for the fans. I want to do that as well. And um, yeah, and then I, I'm going to try to get a guest, uh, like a news media guest on here later. And then um, nah, that's it. Then I'm, I'm going to be working on some other stuff on off season as well to try to give you guys a, a different looking type of content for the long summer and hopefully i tried to do it last summer stuff didn't work out but this summer is going down all right <laughs> sounds good sounds good yeah um if you do a draft show i'll, I'll definitely tune in and might might even call in because I, I i love the draft man i follow i watch a lot of college basketball and stuff mm-hmm. always fun stuff Facts, other man. than that i really got nothing i'm glad leon rose spoke today not necessarily what he said just the fact that you know, I feel like two to three times a year he should just speak. It's not about what he says. It's just, you know, it's good to hear it from him as opposed to hearing from a third or fourth-hand source. Even if what he's saying is just president speak. It doesn't matter. It's nice to hear it from him. So, okay. Yeah, he says, I agree with really that. All I agree I with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, so, I That makes sense to me. I mean, I personally don't care because I already know it's going to be BS, but – <laughs> if most of the fans feel that way, then uh, yeah, I have the right to feel that way. So I, I guess it does make a difference. Politically speaking, you know, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're president. That's what it's about. Yeah, I get yeah. it, though. I get it if you're, if you're the face. You want to be the face and talk to the people. So I, I get it. I do get it. Kind of like when, they, yeah. when the president speaks to the country about something important. I get it. Well, you know what it is is that when we get news, it's, it's – it's always fourth, like third or fourth. It's like you're playing telephone. Sources say, I spoke with a source in the NBA that says this, or the source close to the Knicks says this. And it's like, it's never, I spoke with the president of the Knicks and this is what he said, you know? Right. So it's nice to, you know? <laughs> I'm not saying he should talk all the time because he shouldn't. Because then, then, it, then it'd be, he'd be an idiot. Like we, our, our old president likes to talk a lot, and he was an idiot. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, news news cycle oh, yeah. was lit that year, though. I agree. But yo, yo, thanks for calling right, in, so Jason. Yeah, that's all I got. Got you, got you. Salute to you, man. Thanks for calling. Bye. All right, who we got? Who's the next caller up? I I didn't see who we have, or, or but next caller, up, let us know what your name is, where you're from, and what do you want to talk about. If we have a next caller, because maybe I'm... Yeah. Hola. Because <laughs> maybe I got it wrong. No more callers? All right, cool. All right, Um, right. Let's see. I wanted to play one more clip. But then I, I just I want to get into what you guys think we should be doing at the at the end of the next season. How, how do you guys want to approach the season? The end of the season. The all right, season. all right. All right, so... I thought I had more time, but let me let me we pull up this one more clip. Oh, one more thing about Leon. Did you hear what he said? We want to build the right way. This is just going to be year two or three or something like that. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Yeah. So I mean, he's really. This is year. He understands. This is year three of the rebuild coming up. So yeah. Next president. I want to. I, I want to. That's Leon trying to low key say, "Play the youth, damn." Exactly. <laughs> well, no, build the right way to me is code for build through the youth. That's the way I. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. He said we want to develop what we have. That's what he said. But he said if an opportunity arises, we're flexible. 
Right. Yeah, but which I think is the right approach to make. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking that. Yeah, and then when I when he says opportunity, I'm thinking he's talking about these big free agents. We heard about Zion Williamson. We heard about uh, right. the other right. guys. Yeah. But uh, uh d- d- it was that DM and Zion. Yeah, Zion and really mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, let's see it. I thought I had that clip to play, but I can't find the clip. But it's, it's all right. <laughs> I just hope they don't turn around and pay $80 million to uh, Brunson. I, I just hope they don't. No. Yeah. I, I, would rather that. I, would, I would rather that money go to Mitch. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't want – like, right now, point guards, I'm pretty much, you know, uh, unless it's something where it's, like, it's a major upgrade, then it's, that's, the only, that's the only way I would really go to, you know, bring in a point guard. Right. If they're like a major upgrade, like like if it was CP3 or Fred Van Fleet or, you know, Kyle Lowry, somebody like that, you know, yeah. okay, that's different. Yeah, and, and speaking of the Mitch, Leon Rose even said it himself. There's been an ongoing discussions throughout the year with his agent, and those discussions will continue for the remainder of the time until free agency. Mitchell had a phenomenal year, was our anchor on defense, took a nice step this year. So, um Hopefully that's not all lip service. Maybe that's just you know trying to figure out what move, what moves, what what um, what contracts to move and what people to move to make things happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Pay that man. Pay, Pay that, that man. man. All right. Hold up, we got hold up. Gun chops. We got my guy. Tell him on the line. One. I was gonna say when you said hold up, I said oh oh, is it tell him? Okay. Yeah, you yeah you knew it. Testing. <laughs> <laughs> Testing. 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 Hey, how you doing tonight, Jay Ellis? Hey, how you doing tonight, my man with the stats and the facts, Ryan G? Hey, how you doing tonight, Uncle Raw? And hey, how you doing tonight, KOT Show? Go boom. Check this out. So boom. I ain't surprised with none of the results these past few games because you know what happened? The same thing the three of you on the panel been saying and the same thing that I've been saying and the same thing that all these other Knicks fans who follow the team from Summer League preseason on have been saying. The babies can dominate in this league if they have permission, but they clearly don't. Let me read this tweet because this is what pissed me off. This made me sick to my stomach. This was before the game. Ian Begley 6.46 p.m., April 10th, 2022. Quote, Leon Rose tells MSGN's Mike Green that he thinks Tom Thibodeau prepares NYK better than anyone. Is one of NBA's top coaches. Rose, quote, I feel that he's done a good job under the circumstances. End quote. Rose adds that no one with NYK is happy with results this season. So let me say something. What circumstances are you talking about, Leon Rose? The circumstance of... <laughs> Players who are young or in the second year not being given permission to play, that circumstance, <laughs> the circumstance of give up a draft pick for Cameron Reddish to give him DNPs. Cam Reddish went from 26 minutes as a rookie to 28 minutes in his second year to wanting a bigger role from Trey Young to getting DNPs here. That's the circumstance? You're talking about the circumstance where Alec Burks is our best option as the starting point guard, even though he's been a shooting guard, small forward, back up his entire NBA career? That circumstance? Is that what you're talking about, Leon Rose? What about the circumstance where Todd Gibson gets to come in the game and close out the game against the Hawks and get crossed up, even Woo. though Jericho Sims was available? What about that what about the damn circumstance where Julius Randle was never held accountable, ever? And Obi Toppin always got yanked out of games and screamed at. What about those circumstances, Leon Rose? Leon Rose is sorry. But when Coach Thibodeau messes up next year and inevitably gets fired, 
I want him gone too because I'm starting to see not only is Thibs not holding Randall accountable, Rose ain't holding Thibs accountable. And the only person mm. really holding it down probably is Scott Perry and Worldwide. Be honest with you. Shut up, so Worldwide West. Got me very upset, and I'm worried because next year I don't want the same thing. I want the babies to play. They good. That's all I want. I want a championship in the future, but for now I just want competence. I want the babies to eat. Look yes. at the 42 piece by yes, OB. Yes. Look at the triple double by Quickly. Yes. Look how fun that looks. That looks so fun. Dang. But we're not going to get it next year if Noel's available, if Fournier's available, if Randall's available, if Gibson's available. We're not going to get it. Just remember, mm-hmm. they only started playing this year because they've got a trouble all star break and the COVID outbreak in December. Besides Facts. that, they never had a chance to get on the court. Screw <laughs> this coach. Shout out to KOC. Shout out to the three on the panel. Y'all keep cooking. I'm going to be tuned in for all the draft episodes, all the recap episodes of grading the BC players that we had that never got to play. And we know we're going to keep cooking for next season, baby. And hopefully I'm wrong. That's what I hope. But we all know with Dibs and the way that he be dibbing, as you like to say, Mm -hmm. I'm probably super duper accurate right now. Shout out to the Knicks. Shout out to y'all. Woo. Let's keep cooking, baby. Let's go. Free the babies. Fire. 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 Free the babies. Fire. All right. Fire. 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 Tell him. Oh, Fire. my gosh. Fire. Straight facts. Straight, Straight up facts. facts. Mismanagement. Mismanagement is my favorite word now. I see mismanagement used on Twitter for like really crazy takes. Like, I don't use that word from from now on to make my point. Because even if you make a dumb point, if you if you put mismanagement at the end of it, it sounds smarter. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man! Shout out to shout out to Teller who gave you all fire, and I think this is a nice little segue into. How you seen all the problems we had? You seen the the mismanagement of the youth, right? The babies haven't been freed. Cam Reddish hasn't played minutes, meaningful minutes. Went from like he said, twenty plus minutes a game to DMP and the coach. You see, quickly eating. You see, Ob eating. You see, we got draft picks. You see, you got Randall. You see, all the stuff we have. How would you guys, let's we'll start raw. How would you start raw approaching this offseason? And what what would your vision of the Knicks be next season? I'm looking at next season of year three of our rebuild. And I'm saying at this point, okay, you're ready to hand some very, you already have big responsibilities to certain players. So I'm putting IQ as the point guard. I'm putting Obi as my power forward, and I established that by trading Julius Randle. So I'm trading Julius Randle, and now it's established. Obi's my starting forward. There's no controversy now. You got your starting point guard. You don't go get no $80 million Brunson. You, you, you give the ball. You say, IQ's my starting point guard. You have that. Now you, you have to – you, you, you know, I don't believe Leon Rose traded – away uh, Kevin Knox to get cameras, as, as Talon said, so that he could get DMPs. That's so now, in order for that to happen, you got to approach Evan Fournier. Do you feel comfortable with Mr. Fournier coming off the bench next year? If he says no, trade Okay, you got to get rid because you you got to open up minutes for Cam Reddish and Quentin Grimes. So now, because now the youth are, are, you know, you start them off as seedlings. Now they're coming into little trees. You got to go to the next level. So, so now I'm keeping Derrick Rose because I want that experience. I want him coming off the bench. 
I'm keeping Taj to for the same mentorship. But yeah. everybody else that's a vet can go. I could get something for Alec Burke. I could get something for, for Evan. I could get something for oh, um for Julius. And so I'm trying. And then, and then I'm, I, I like our draft position, actually. I like our draft position. So we could get a good player. Even if we stayed at 12, I'm looking at the draft. We could get a good player at 12. So I'm thinking we could go from there and, and let Tom T. Know, cook with that recipe. You give him those youth, and and you know he's gonna have to cook with that recipe. You know, so I would go from there and just and get back some expiring deals, and then just just work it from there. So I, like I said, there's certain things I'm going to establish. I'm going to establish Obi Toppin as my power, my starting power forward, and I'm doing that by trading Julius Randle. I'm going to establish IQ as my starting point guard, and I'm going to do that by trading Alec Burks. And so that's those that's where we go. I'm establishing Jericho Sims as backup to Mitch. If we and I'm and I'm going to sign Mitch. I got to sign Mitch. Got to sign. Mitch. And I'm going to put I'm going to put Jericho Sims as my backup five. And I'm going to establish that by trading Nerlens Noel. That's what I'm doing. I'm I'm with you on all that. I'm with you. I'm with you on it. No complaints here. I'm Leon. Me. That's how I'm, I'm approach. I'm approaching that this way because this is the year to start establishing who your guys like. You've established R.J. Barrett now as the go-to guy offensively. Right, you established that. So they got now. You got to do the other things. You got to establish other things. These are the guys you're going with. Facts. Ryan G. I know. He, I know he took a lot of our answers. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he can fill any holes anywhere else. <laughs> or maybe oh, you disagree. Boy. Maybe you disagree. Well, I'll say this: going into the off season, I think first priority would have to be okay. Let me shop a few of my veterans and see what I can get from them. Let's see if I can get fair value from them. You know, um, I don't, I don't want to jump and say Obi's my starting power forward. I don't want to jump and say IQ is my starting, power, is my starting point guard because I want to see, I want to explore the market and see what deals I can get by trading these vets and who, can, who, and who I can bring in, you know, and – you have to take that into consideration because you're not because you're because the roster is going to change, and based on who you have on the roster after those trades are made, you're gonna to have to decide okay who's gonna be my starters who's gonna be my you know that who's gonna be that second unit coming into and coming into the um yeah the second unit coming in as well and then I'm also gonna look at the draft as well because I'm going to have to make a decision on the draft depending on where the Knicks pick you know like if the Knicks have a top pick say say for example like a top three pick. The guys available in the draft, you know, in that top three, it's going to be stretch big. Then you have Ivy there as well. So now I'm going to have to make the decision based on, you know, so, for example, I got to work on Mitch situation. If, if I know I can re-sign Mitch, then more than likely, if I have a top pick, I'm probably going to go after Ivy. Or maybe I'm going to see, like, okay, if I'm comfortable with my point guard situation, if I'm comfortable with, if I'm comfortable with my big situation, maybe I can flip that pick into – possibly getting a star to come to the team. You know, maybe maybe that could be another possibility as well. Mm-hmm. So, all in all, I think my main focus is going to be shopping the vets. Let me see who I can get a return for these vets. And then, you know, to try to free up space for these young guys to play. You know, depending on where I, where I'm in, where I am in the draft, can I draft in a young player who's going to fit in well with what I have and not really clash with any other any anybody else's minutes, or or will I have to possibly you know see if I can shop that pick and see if I can you know transform it into like bringing in a player that's going to you know help transform the team a bit, and then going into the next season, 
what I'm going to hope for is that knowing that this is the coach, I'm going to have a roster in place where IQ's minutes aren't going to be affected. Obi's minutes are not going to be affected. Cam is going to be, Cam is going to get a chance to play. Grimes is going to get a chance to play and actually develop this team and develop the young players on the team to where, you know, you're preparing for the future now where you're building these guys up and hopefully get a solid young core to make the team more desirable so that, you know, you get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm missing maybe one or two major pieces to go with this young core that I know right then and there the Knicks are a contender in the future. Okay, all right, all right. So you're not sold on IQ and OB, but you, you're still exploring your options depending on draft. I'm, and I'm, maybe don't, don't, get, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not sold on them. Like, I, I'm still comfortable with them starting, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to explore better options. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay, so you're saying like if, if like a superstar comes up, he'll trade for a superstar. Yeah, like like if it's if it's the right deal, then oh, I make yeah, yeah then, then I make the move. I'm not gonna just you know give that up. That makes sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. like I'm 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 of the mindset of I'm I'm very comfortable I'm very comfortable with starting OB. I'm very comfortable with starting IQ and seeing what I got there. But at the same time. I'm not going to pass up a great opportunity if it's there for the taking. That's all. Oh, I'm absolutely, to say. yeah. So if Zion Williamson wants to come this summer, that changes stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right, what I'm right. saying. Yeah, that you know, changes it, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah. Even though Zion scares me, man. I'm sorry. I, I love Zion. He I, I know, scares me, man. I, that's too much talent to pass up, man. Daggone, man. I, yo, I hear you. He scares me, too. His injury history scares me, but that's too much talent. Donovan is one thing because I already know Donovan is going to be healthy. <laughs> Zion is just like I'm looking at Zion like I'm looking at um my man from from the 76ers. I'm like, how many years do you have left? OMB. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but Zion's only what 21. Zion's only 21, man. Yeah, and, and to be and, and to be fair, Embiid like it seems like Embiid is healthier now. Whatever yeah. he's doing differently with his body, it's 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 working Helping. for him. Yeah, yeah, he's been pretty healthy, but but Zion's too young, and there's just too much talent there. That I, I mean. I, I mean, shoot. Yeah, he's like a walking almost 30 points. <laughs> and he doesn't yeah, have a three-point shot. He's just, he's just, no, he's I just get unstoppable, it. I get man. It. I mean, that, I, I mean, that. And, and I, 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 I'd have to reach for that one. I'd have to, I'd, you know, I, I, I yeah. I'd have to. I and I'm saying, like, if, if the Knicks bring Zion here and we still have Cam and RJ here, oh, like I said, you, you might as well call the Knicks the New York Blue Devils because it's going to exactly, be basically Duke exactly. basketball. All but over it would be, but you know what, though? We'd be, they'd be good, though. They'd be really good, man. Yeah, yeah. If, if Zion is here, Obi is definitely gone. There's no way. No, Obi would have to go. Yeah, Obi would have no to go. Way that would, that was, there's just no way. There's no way. There's no way the Pelicans would Well, not. unless Obi – well, I can see Obi agreeing to a, a bench role if Zion was here. He, like, like Randall wouldn't agree to something like that, but Obi would. Because Obi loves New York, man. I think I think he genuinely he thinks, would do I know, that. You think so? Yeah, I think he would. I think if if Zion Williamson came here, Obi would have no would not whine about coming off the bench. So therefore, I'm not necessarily saying I could see IQ going in that trade though. Yeah, I'd be. I'd I, if be I'm, I could definitely see IQ going. Yeah, if I'm New Orleans, I want Emmanuel quickly, and I want Grimes, and and, and I want first round picks if I'm to give up Zion Williamson. Yeah, I and agree and with I you. do that deal. I do that deal. I do that deal. So I agree with you. Um, yeah, I do that deal. So 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 yeah. I, I can, uh, you know, I can see them going for Obi too, and and even if 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 it's too many power forwards, they try to flip. You know what I'm saying? They might, yeah, they might. 
they might. But I mean, I would try to keep Obi. I would try to keep him because because now you he would not mind coming off the bench. And if Zion does get hurt, you're not losing much with Obi coming in. Exactly, because Obi Obi hasn't gotten the time, and you see what Obi's doing right now. Obi actually has a he has a jump shot. So, I mean, it's looking like he has a jump shot. I still stand by that. So, I mean. No, he does. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think actually Obi and Zion could play together. Yeah. I think they could. Yeah, but I, I do too. But if I'm if, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm asking for the – I'm asking for everything. Kitchen sink, you know, right arm, firstborn. Doesn't Ingram play the <laughs> Everything. Doesn't Ingram Real. play the four? What happened? Well, Ingram, isn't he, isn't he a four, Ingram? I think I think it was more wing. Yeah, they play like a tall wing. Yeah, like a okay. three. Yeah. Let, me look, let me look at that depth. What they got? They got Ingram. Yeah, he's a shooting guard. Actually, they got him listed as a shooting guard. So they got McCollum, oh. Ingram, Jackson Hayes, and Valanciunas. And they got Herbert Jones as small forward. Right, right, right. So, so yeah, I can see because then they got Larry Nance behind Hayes. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I if I'm there, I want Emmanuel Quickly. And I want, and they got Trey Murphy the third too, and he's he's, he's gonna be good. I I take I take a man quickly, and I want Grimes. You know, I want Grimes because then I can move Ingram to the four, and I can move Grimes into that shooting guard spot. Right. I, I'm, if I'm, yeah, them, I'm asking the, for quickly and Obi. If I'm them, I'm asking for both. Yeah, but yeah, but, I think, but yeah. I think we also gotta keep in mind that you know the GM currently in New Orleans is Griffin, and yep. if he and, and if and if and Griffin is gonna. He's gonna want the damn kitchen sink. That's what yep. I said. For Zion Williamson, because look at, because look at um AD. Yep. How many, how many, how many, how many, picks, how many picks the Lakers had to give up, and then they had to give up Lonzo Ball, yep. Ingram, you take Randall, and you think they take Randall. Would you take Randall? I mean, if I'm trading I Zion, so. I think I would. I think so. I mean, yeah, I probably would. I probably would take Randall if I'm trading Zion. And, but but like I said, Randall got to be a, the young players got to be attached to Randall though. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah, Zion's salary is around twelve. I think his salary like twelve million. It'd probably be a sign and trade, I would think, because I feel like he would yeah, have to yeah. get yeah. an extension. Yeah, and yep. then you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, absolutely. So then you're going to definitely trade Randall because exactly. you got that money. You need the money, so that's gone. And then you could put two rookies in there. You could put two young kids in there. And I, if I and I want picks too, if I'm New Orleans, exactly. I want that. And I want yeah. Money. And so I bet I'd give it to him. <laughs> I, I, makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. I'm, I'm scared. I wouldn't give him every pick we have, but I'd do like two first for that. I'd give him two first. Yeah. I'd do first. You can do first. You have Dallas and our first from this year or next year. You and, I, and I'll take, you know, Zion. And give me, give me, give me, give me Zion Williamson. We're marching yeah. to Zion. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, but, for, but for that to happen, we need Zion to. Start acting a damn fool and being like, I want out of New Orleans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to do it that ugly. All he has to do is say, I'll take the qualifying offer. If he says, I'm not signing an extension, I'm taking a qualifying offer, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Just don't, just don't, just don't gain weight like James Harden. That's it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just don't do that. All right. Exactly. All right. Not, yeah. not, not even the way AD acted when he was trying to get out of New Orleans. Oh, yeah. AD. Yeah. The shirt, yeah. the Folks t-shirt. Oh, man. That was classic. Yeah. He was acting up. Oh, I don't man. think Zion would do that, but I, I think, you know, we could, like I said, man, I would, I would do the deal if, if he wants to come to New York. Oh, my God. I feel you. Hey, I, I, and I'm, I'm going to just echo a raw sentiment. Oh, both of you guys, I would go. I'm I'm moving towards the youth for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm going IQ, yep. OB Toppin. My I'm trying to I'm trying to do two for one type of deals. We might uh, so definitely got Alec Burks 
and Randall has to go for sure. Yep. Um, yep. to clear up. Actually, I will actually want. I want Grimes to start. Yeah. Oh, actually, no over problem. Cam. Actually, over yeah. Cam. Only because I want to see Cam have more touches. I want to see what he does as a creator, and I feel like he's not going to get that chance with the starting lineup as much. I feel like he, if he can solidify the second unit with Derrick Rose, because Derrick Rose is going is going to like let him rock. You know what I mean? Yeah, and not only that, he could back up four minutes too. You know. Exactly. He could do back and forth. So he could do wing and four. And I, I don't. I mean, I don't really. I'm interchangeable. You start either one, and I'll be happy because they both are going to get a lot of minutes. They're both going to get minutes next year. Exactly. So it's, yeah, but, it's not going to be DMP for those two guys. You know. Yeah. I, I just like Grimes as a guy who's like a lower, a lower usage player next to IQ, and RJ, and then having OB kind of do his thing, and then hopefully yep. we have Mitchell Robinson back here as well. Oh um, man, man. Don't even get me excited. You get Mitch Rob. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. This is this fool. And Mitch Rob gonna work on some offense this summer and his power shooting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if Mitch is not here, um, I, I say I always say you know go for a stretch five somewhere. Uh, well, that's the thing. So if we're looking at New Orleans, you got Valanciunas and Jackson Hayes. Right. You know, so we can, you know, that could be done. There's a number of young centers out there that, like, I like the two guys that Washington have, Gafford and um, Bryant. Um, either of those guys, you got Bamba, you got mm-hmm. Jackson. There's a number of guys out there that, you know, that we can get that, that's not bad, you know. So they're not going to be superstars, Good but they point. would definitely yeah, be well, you know. So yeah. I'm not worried about that too much. Yeah, we just need somebody to, to clear the path for, for R.J. Barrett to go yep. and do his thing and go to the hole. Yeah. Yep. If Mitch is not here, and maybe, who knows? Maybe Mitchell, you know, open up his offense a little bit too. I don't think it'll be threes, but um, yeah, I just I want to see Mitch put him on the floor next year a little bit. That's, I think that's he could do I it. See. I think he's able to do that. I just want to see him get permission to do it, and I want to see him hit a. It don't have to three. He can if he hits like ten footer, twelve footer. I'm, I'm all good, man. We could do that. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yo, and Ace the Spade. I, he said he want Ace Spade. He said he want Cameron to start because he's in a contract year. I understand he's in a contract year, but what I'm saying is I feel like there's gonna be more opportunities for him to actually touch the ball with the second unit, and then if he gets it going, I feel like you can slide him in with the first unit to close. You know right. what I mean? Be a closer as well. So yeah, it, but I just think starting or not with with regard to those two guys, like you're talking about Cam and Grimes. It almost is irrelevant to me because they're both going to get minutes, and whoever got it is going to close. Right. So you know, and so exactly. and yeah, he's right. Cam's going to come to play because this is contract year. But if you bring Zion over here, he definitely. I mean, shh, this is going to be man. It's going to be lit. Even without Zion, you you got to sign Mitch Rob. You got to sign Mitch Rob. Exactly. And, and having, having Grimes start doesn't mean Grimes plays more minutes. I'm just going to clear that up, too. That's not Yeah, right. it just means he's starting. It doesn't mean he's – and I, I don't mind Grimes because he's that guy, like, he doesn't demand the ball. That's you know, why I want him to start. Yeah, he, he can play tight – right, and he's mm-hmm. a spot shooter. He's a really efficient spot shooter. And he can go off the dribble if he needs to. So, uh, yeah, I don't have no problem with either of those guys. So, I'm not crying. If Grimes starts, I'm not crying. But I hear you, though, I like Grimes because, like you said – He's if he's a more seamless fit without disrupting anything. You know what I'm saying? So right, uh, and yeah, and then Cam could just go off with him and D Rose. D Rose is a legit point guard, so he'll find Cam. You know what I mean? So right, yeah. and, and then like you said, like you can have the lineups where 
you know, you have Cam, and then at, at points you can have Cam back up Obi as a stretch floor. Yes, at four, absolutely. Right. Because they'll be nice when Obi gets in foul trouble. Right. And, or you then he can slide him to the two or the three. So I feel like I feel like even if Cam comes off the bench, there's opportunities for him to get 20-plus minutes yep. depending, um, on, on a night. Yep. Yep. So at least twenty five yep. no, minutes. Yeah. At least. I think he will. He yeah. play that role that like like uh, uh, like a Burks is playing or like a, a you know Todd where they're getting that twenty five minutes. That'd be Cam's minutes next year. Exactly. Exactly. You know. So I'm not with him because he. I really Cam to me got number one option tap man. I'm just. I, I can't wait to see it unfold. Like it was like I felt like with Obi is coming coming into this season. Yeah. But I'm feeling like that with Cam now because. Yeah, he got that kind of talent, man. I, just give him a chance to play if he gets legitimate minutes. Like you said, you give Cam twenty five minutes, shoot, man. Yeah, I think I was. I think I said. Did I say Cam and Obi might have the most talent? Did I say Cam? Yeah. I said Cam, Odi, and did I say Mitch too? Well, I forgot what I said. I gotta really take back. <laughs> I, yeah, wanna... I, I I would go with Cam and Obi. I yeah. would go with those two. Shoot, man. Cam, I like Cam. I liked him at Duke. I just felt like he needed a few more years to develop. Yeah, you know. Now he's in his contract year. I, I'm really excited about him, man. Right, shoot. I might, I might throw quickly in there right now too. Yeah, oh my, he's a quick, quick. You know, he's that speed, man. You can't teach that speed. He you gets that ball up the court quick, man. You can't teach his no speed. No pun intended, but I mean, real. yeah, the yeah. speed and the mo- the motor of him and Obi together is ridiculous. Oh my gosh, man. My gosh, my gosh, ridiculous, man. All right, yo, Shad, I think if, I feel like we talked about everything there needs to be talked about. Um. This is the season finale, man. Good, good. It was, it was <laughs> good having you around. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say it right now. I feel like this is one of the best post game shows, point blank period. Uh, I think I feel like our point, our post game show could rival any point, any post game show on YouTube. For real, straight up. Um, especially when all three of us together, I feel like yep. I'm. That's just. It's just how I feel. It just is. Um, so shout out to everybody else who's rocking with the show. Uh, shout out to Picks with Timmy. Shout out to Vibe Shop. Shout out to Pack a Punch. Nick Yak. Uh, Gretline McIver. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. All right. Uh, did I miss anything? Super, super chats. Yeah, there was a super chat um, earlier. I think somebody. Um, I know how to do it on um, training Randall. Absolutely. So, okay, shout yeah. out to, to Danny Thomas. This is a five dollar super chat. It says, I wouldn't mind trade Randall for Brogdon straight up. Or Randall for Grant. I don't um, understand. I don't understand the love of Brogdon. He he can't, he's always hurt. Why would everybody? Why is everybody thinking about this guy? He he's always hurt, man. It's it's. I get it though because Brogdon is talented and Tom Brogdon is actually a timid old guy too. Because he, he's tall he, he, and Tim he don't like nobody defense. that's not available. No, no, but he does not available. <laughs> Thibodeau hate, hates it if you're not available. Big strike against you if you're not available, man. And and Brogdon is hurt every single season. Every season. I, no, I but, but 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 then but then the counter argument is Zion is pretty much the same though. Uh, Ryan's about to that, say the, the same thing. About, right my <laughs> mind, right? Wait, wait, wait. Who, who? I didn't hear that. Who, who is it? It was Zion. I said that's pretty much Zion too. Like Zion yeah, Zion's always only hurt too. Zion's only twenty-one. That's different. That's different. Zion's only twenty-one years old. Brogdon's been in the league for a minute, man, and he's never he's never available. He just eats out all the time. I, I don't understand. I, I just don't get it. I'm like, why would you want? Because you know what? It's like you yell for Brock, then he gets here, and y'all don't want him to be traded because he's always hurt. And that's what you go to and always be hurt. 
You can always be hurt. Tax picks. Yeah, don't 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 get me wrong. I, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I agree. I wouldn't trade for Brogdon just for the simple fact. I'm saying. He's 29. Brogdon is 29. He's 29. So his rookie yeah. year, he played 75 games. Then he was 48, 64, 54, 56, and 36. You guys would be the, the yeah. next nation would be howling if you got him in here because he'd be a whole bunch of money and in street clothes most of the time. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying Zion, too. Like, I want Zion to at least prove to me that he's be able to play a couple of seasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, at nah, play, yeah. At I least play you, a few games a season I would before, I really want, before I really want to go all in and get Zion like that. No, nah, I, would, I would take a risk with Zion. He's only 20. I would give him. I would, just like what Philly did with Ben B. Ben B didn't play for, like, his first two seasons. Yeah, yeah that is true. Brogdon. You know, and then, he, you know, I would do the same thing. But Brogdon's 29, man. He's this guy's, you know, he's he's just he's on the other side of his prime, and he's always hurt, man. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just give me give me the guys we got. As as I don't want I don't want a guy that's always hurt. And Tibbs, really, if you look at Tibbs, he re- he is not really into anybody that's not available when he's calling on you. He just doesn't like that, you know. So, yeah, that's not cool. I, I mean, we'll see. He rocked in 22 mil. He oh, has. I like the way President Boss put it. Brogdon is McDice part two. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't want that. We definitely do not want that. I like the way he put it. <laughs> nah, exactly. we're not giving up picks for McDice, though. That's crazy. Like, they would have to give yeah. us picks. That's yeah, the way I yeah. see it anyway. Um, no, McDice was an all-star, man. Yeah, McDice was you know, an all-star, too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but here, you got this guy. He's already showing you he can't make it through season. No, 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 no. And he's getting 20 million. Yeah, 22 million. Um, 20, uh, he has two seasons left, 2020, no. 2024, 2024, 2025. No. If he was expiring, piece. I would do it. If he was expiring, yeah. I would do it. Mm-hmm. I would do it for an expiring because he's, he's going to play. He's going to make sure he's healthy in his contract year. But if, if he's not expiring, uh, this guy's going to be – he's going to be Nerlens Noel. He's going to be on the sideline all the time. True, true. Uh, yeah. I got a question for you all, though, because I'm looking, I'm looking in the chat right now. President Boss is saying, before you end the show, what do you think of D'Lo? You know, that's a, uh, I guess a, a very of, interesting question. I've never been a fan of always, Dilo personally. See, you know, I guess it had to come to this jail. You are always strive for strive, but I like D-Lo. They've gone it. <laughs> you like D-Lo? <laughs> I like D-Lo, man. <laughs> and even with the lack of defense, I just like his game, man. I mean, he could pass. He could shoot. He can run it off. And he's a point guard. He's a real point guard. Right, I mean, right. yeah, I, I, I liked him at Ohio State. I'm fronting. I, feel, I always yeah I, I did I did like him in Ohio State. The only the only thing with D'Lo for me is besides the the fact he's not really great on defense. I just don't like his inefficiency. That's the only thing about D'Lo where I'm he's just like e- I can't run. Yeah. he is inefficient. But what I like about exactly, him, Ryan. he I have to I have to admit this is the raw Hebrew uh, weakness. I like that guy that gets everybody up in the seats. Like that's why I like Sexton. Like you you know he's on the court without. You know, right. and he could, and he, and in big moment, he got the nuts to go through on for you. You know what I'm saying? I, that's I, everything I, y'all say. Yeah, I could do with Sexton though because he's efficient. You know, that's that's yeah. And yeah, I agree. Sexton, I'm not Sexton's gonna, at I least like forty five percent. I cannot argue with any argument you make against D'Lo. I cannot argue. I cannot say, or oh, you know, this is my counter. I don't have no counter. I just like, I just like the fact that I know he's a gamer, man. Like that dude's gonna show up. If it's a playoff game, you better watch him because he's gonna hit, he's gonna kill you. I like that. But yes, I cannot argue with any the inefficiency. Is true. Is absolutely true. I can't say I can't argue with you. That's why I say it's my weakness. It's not. It makes no logical sense. I have to say. Okay. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm saying the truth. There's some players I just like. You know, it's got nothing to do with logic. You can you can definitely win an argument against me against anything <laughs> negative about D'Lo. No question, no question, no question. But because he is inefficient. I mean, well, I'm looking yeah. at his career numbers. So he's 36% from three, 42% from the field, 740. Where is he from three? Uh, for yeah, he's, and he's and he's what he's 78% from the line. I mean, he's not the most efficient guy. There's no doubt. And and he's only averages what he averages six. Or six. That's not bad. Six but I'm saying I ain't arguing with you. But he's only 25, also. He's I feel, young. I feel you. I feel yeah, you. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you know, you, you know, I got, I got players like that in the league where it's like Jamal Crawford. You know, no, that. like, 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 no matter like what bad this player does, I'm like, you know what? That's my guy, and that's how yeah, I'm right. Like, Jamal Crawford and, is one for that to Yeah, and and that's how I feel like uh, that's how I feel about Russell Westbrook. Like Russell Westbrook is my guy. Like, but it's like he's stuck it up for the Lakers this season. But but somehow, if he was to come on the Knicks. I'd be low key excited because I'd be like, it's Russell Westbrook. But it's like, I, but I know, but I know in my head, it's like, yeah, he's back. Oh, hell no. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I like, I like young guys that are exciting like that, that could just, you know, they're going to show up at playoff time. You know, they're going to come through. They're going to come to play. And, yeah. and D'Lo, I see that. And I see that at Colin Sexton. And, but Colin Sexton, like you said, JL, he's, he's more legit in terms of efficiency. You know, you know you're going to get a more efficient player and explosions. But, yeah, but D'Lo yeah. is like, that's the dude. I'm going to hit that dagger and I'm going to point at my – I'm going to say, I'm ice in my veins. That's yeah, my man right there. That, 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 that was Jamal Crawford for me growing up, man. Yeah, like, yeah. He's with the handles, the big yeah, games, yeah, he's with 50 yeah. points. But then you look at the yeah, shooting numbers and it's like 39%, 40%, yeah, exactly. 40%. <laughs> <laughs> It was even like back in 08, 09 when we traded from Tracy McGrady. And Tracy McGrady was my boy when he was yeah, in Orlando. Tracy, right, right. Was and I was like, yo, we got Tracy McGrady. And I, know, and I know damn well that Tracy McGrady is not, he's never healthy at this point in his career. And he's like yeah. on the downside of his career. But the fact that Tracy McGrady was my boy, I was like, yeah, we got Tracy McGrady. I still remember he had like, the, the, the nine points, the 14 points in... 30 second game. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yo, but sh- yo, we got on a tangent. But, you know, I see we got a call- another caller up. <laughs> um, Seth, Seth, let us know what you want to talk about, man. Hi. Hi, guys. What's going on, Seth? Well, let me just put it like this. Tonight, we won a game that was basically handed to us on a plate because there was no point for the Raptors to even try to win this game tonight. You guys agree with that, correct? No, it's the NBA. They were trying to win. I mean, My like point said, is, I, I win or lose, the... their position in the postseason wasn't going to change. Yeah, but they, yeah. they yeah. were trying to win the basketball game. They weren't. The... See, if you didn't see, if you didn't see the players that they played, only only player that they played that's not in their starting rotation is Malachi Flynn, and they, they were trying to win the basketball game. If you're telling me they were tanking and it doesn't matter, no, they wouldn't do that. No, I'm saying. And this was a game that, on paper for them, was basically a game they could have just easily thrown away because they basically trounced the Knicks in three out of the four games, and I blame two of those losses to Thibodeau being a tactical tin man, committing the tunnel vision, <laughs> giving the fear. I don't want to take I away from the Knicks victory tonight all because of for being that much of a tin man, for being yeah, so no, tactically giving into his hyper-focused to his desire to keep the old guys on the court and not giving the kids much of a chance to play. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. right. I agree with that. I'm just saying, it, 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 Toronto was throwing this game away, though. They were trying to win the basketball game. Okay, fair enough. But the point is, even if they did win this game, 
no change in their playoff position. They're no, you're right. going you're to right. Philadelphia starting yeah. next week. Yeah, you're right. No, the, the only guy to me that was the key guy that they did not play was Fred Van Fleet and then the other guy yeah. being um, – uh, yeah, those two guys. I was actually interested in Malachi Flynn playing because Malachi Flynn killed us in some in summer league. Malachi Flynn yeah. took out cookies, so I was yes, kind of interested to see like, what he was going to do today. I liked him in the draft coming out of San Diego State. But um, in regards but, to can I, can I, anyway, as I was saying, in regards to the draft, some people are saying we want Obaji. Some saying we should get Ty Ty. I'm more in line with getting Dyson Daniels in the draft. We restarted our, our second round pick because that pick's forfeited. I looked mm-hmm. at the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, second round top would have been 42, but yeah, it's top 55 picking number 42, but that picks out the window now. Yeah. But I, guess, I guess he's. Out of the guys I've mentioned, would you want the Knicks to draft? And in regards to getting rid of Randall, what kind of package would you put him together with? If I want a second-round pick, I should keep Randall and get rid of the pieces that are expendable, like a Noel or a Rose at this point. Because if this team's not careful, year three, Tibbo's going to run the core players into the ground in the same way he ran Rose and Noah into the ground when they were in Chicago. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about that, about um, moving Randall earlier. Um I don't really have a, a, a super high opinion about who to, to the draft yet, but um, I don't. Roy probably does, right? But I, I don't know. Ryan well, I just like I said, I don't. The guys, I tend to try to target players. I, I'm looking at right now. We're in a 12 spot, and so I'm saying, okay, what 12 guys would I like? So I'm like Chris Smith. I like Chip Blanchero. I like uh, I. I like Griffin. I like Murray. I like my Turin. Tari Eason, I like Johnny Davis, I like Dyson Daniels, I like Sokin, um, I like Agbaji, and I like I like EJ Liddell. And that's about 12 right there. I like Wendell Moore, so from Duke. So, I mean, so I put him in an order. I, that's not the order, but I'm saying I would put him in the order. Whoever fell to me at that number two, I'm taking it. Well, what worries me is, given that the draft pattern is we've been getting guys either from Kentucky or Duke in recent years, we're probably going with the Kentucky guy, and unfortunately, that's Ty Ty, and you know how bad he played in the I tournament. Did not, I can guarantee you didn't have picking Ty Ty. I can 100% guarantee you didn't have picking it. That's not the guy. They don't need another rookie point guard. That Tibbs is not going to play. I'm, he I'm is going to be the coach. Definitely, I can't see a yeah. point guard unless it's like a They're not picking a point guard. point guard. Yeah, they yeah. get a veteran point guard. You know, they, they, they get Brunson before they got Ty Ty. Yeah. They're not going to take Ty Ty. So that's that. out. Yeah, that's yeah I think I, I think the only point guard the Knicks would probably go after is like a dynamic type, and I I can see the Knicks going after Ivy if they get a high enough pick. I can see the Knicks going down route. If you consider him route. a point guard, yeah, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. If you consider him a point guard because he's like yeah, he's a have, combo. Yeah, but we have to trade away a good few pieces just to get that high in the draft. Yeah, but I mean, saying, that's what I'm for saying. example, we're not, we're not in two thousand in the two thousand five draft, we had the number eight pick. Have we cost? Have we opted to trade with Portland when that pick? Plus our 06 and 08 first round picks, we would have gotten the number three pick, and we would have gotten CP3 out of the deal. Yeah, that's, that's all history. That's a different. Yeah, you talking about like <laughs> CP3? Yeah, that's all history. That's, this yeah. is this is a different management team. So I'm looking at the top 12 guys, and uh, for, and and that's before we. Even I was just giving a basic example of what yeah. we, we need to watch out for if we want to get rid of Randall. 
I don't think we need to worry about that, really. We don't. I, I think we could trade him. We we could trade him. It doesn't have to be draft night. We could yeah. trade him during the summer. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah, and thank you for calling, Seth. I know we have another caller up next in Ron, so I want to get, be okay. able to get to him. Okay, night, guys. All right, good night. But, yeah, I, I feel like you, Ron. I'm not worried about him. I feel like Randall's, yeah. Randall, it's been a down year for Randall, but he still averaged 20, 10, and 5. You, you, yeah. heard, Leon, you heard Leon's sales pitch. Oh, yeah. we, could, we, could, we could trade him. That's, I don't think I'm saying, you know, it could be draft night. It doesn't have to be draft night. We could trade him. That's not, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I think. But as far as the draft, I think it's pretty, I just look at it as pretty sick. You're top 12 guys, and you see where you, like, let's say you move up to six or you move up to seven. Now you can okay, oh, fine. So what, if my guy is there at seven, I pick him, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and if he's not, I pick the next guy on my list. I, I got a list. I work all of these guys out. And I get the top twelve, and and I see who where we're going to pick. I don't think that's that you know hard, you know. So there's nobody I'm going to trade the whole house for to go to go get up and get, you know. I mean, who, we, this is a draft where you know it's pretty top heavy. So you, whoever you get in the top ten, twelve, you know, you're going to get a good player. And so you know, I, I just go at it like that. I'm not worried about you know. Oh, I got to go get Jabari or I got to go get Paulo. If they're there and we're picking that, I'm picking them. You know. If yeah. You're not, how many? I can I can see us consolidating picks though for sure. I can see us doing drafting stashes like we did because we just have so many picks. Yes. Over I can yes. see us doing drafting yes. stashes kind of like how we did last year or, or consolidating yes. that or take putting picks with players to move. Well, that's we, why I like a guy like Griffin because that's mm-hmm. the kind of guy you do that for. You put him in a D league, a G league, I'm saying, and you let him. He's 18, man. So. Oh, I heard you talk I about could, Griffin actually. I, know I take him and put him in a G league and give him two years of development. Right. And then bring him along, man, because that's the kind of draft and stash guy I take. But but or some cat in Europe. What are them guys? Novik. What's that guy? This is a six ten kid from uh, from Europe. Oh, Nikola um. Jovic. Yeah, somebody like that. You know, you draft and stash him. You know, something like that. But you know, I'm not. I'm, I I don't think it's that much deep thought except to just do the due diligence, interview them, work them out. You know, and see if you're going to get a good kid. Yeah. And just you know, you're gonna get a good player because you just you know. Yeah, we got Wall Perry and we got we got uh yeah, we got Wall Perry and and NGP yeah. here, so we'll be fine in the draft. You're gonna get a good yeah. player. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. Next call up, we got my man Ron from B More. Ron, let us know what you want to talk about, sir. What's good, guys? How are you? What's going on, man? Hey, man. Hey, man. A couple things. Um, first of all, in DC, uh, they canceled shoot around the Knicks. And uh, I found it interesting, got a little inside information. I mean, look, IQ and OB put in work, so uh, those guys are workers. But the only guys that went to the gym were Sims, RJ, and MJ Burks. Uh, I like Sims, man. I like Sims a lot. I think he works. I think he's strong. Um, I think, you know, obviously the ideal thing is to bring Mitch back and let Sims be the backup because you can't trust Noel. Um, but I like that RJ work. He, he's a worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, RJ's got to improve his efficiency. We all know the efficiency has to get better, but you know that he's going to put in the work. So I did appreciate those three guys when shoot around was canceled. They were in Georgetown getting getting some light work in. Um, couple things with IQ. Look, the playmaking. Yes, it's gotten a little better. I would have liked to have seen him more, get more minutes earlier. But um, I'm not of the belief that you can just bring IQ, Derrick Rose, um, Alec Burks, and Miles McBride. I- I'm not comfortable with the playmaking still. I-, I would like to get a more dynamic playmaker in addition. 
with in training camp and then evaluate what we have because Derek and IQ can play very well together. Um, and look, could IQ be the starter? It's possible, but I, I still think we can even we have enough money to go out and get a playmaker if it becomes available. Um, one other thing is everybody likes to mention Obi's defense, and that's a liability. I'm sorry, Julius Randle played bad defense this year. Absolutely. How come nobody? I mean, Obi's health defense so like is underrated he, to me. It I mean, is. He, yeah, he, he tries. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. He doesn't. He's not yeah. perfect positionally, but he's willing to. He's willing to help while Randall. But remember, this is yeah, this is only there. year two, man. He's gonna get better. I'm not worried about him. He's gonna get better defensively. I agree. I mean, like, so everybody's gotta slow their roll with OB's defense and knocking it. Like like the effort I think is there. Yes, his awareness has to get better and it's through film study and reps, but like my whole thing with OB is he doesn't need the ball to be effective. He gives you energy for your team because of his movement. If you have a really good point guard, he'll 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 beat everyone. And IQ did a little bit that a little bit of that, and we're seeing now what happens because he's getting the movement, he's getting up the floor, his and also he's making threes. Um, is that sustainable? Can Obi do that? I don't know, but um, I all I know is that he doesn't need the ball to be effective like Julius. And so to me, I, I think we have to. We have to really – I'm not saying you can't bring Julius back because Julius's trade value is very low right now. I think we need to just assess it. Maybe you bring Julius back, see what his trade value is if he plays better, but Obi definitely deserves more minutes. And one last thing I want to say about Fournier. Fournier drove me nuts this year. Even with him, congratulations for breaking the three-point record. Okay, mm-hmm. that's great. Um he drove me absolutely nuts for most of the year. I don't care about the three-point record. With that said, he grew on me a little bit. I think he did get a little more comfortable. He can't play defense at all. But I do think Fournier off the bench, I could live with that. I could see Maybe a role he, for yeah, him but you're assuming on a winning can. team. Yeah, you're assuming he can. I don't think he wanted. I don't think he'd live with that. Yeah, he wants. Well, to I don't know. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, he probably he, he wants was to start, but... about he was whining about not playing in fourth quarters. He, you ask him to come up the bench, you're really gonna have a French problem. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're probably, you're pro- I mean, he's gonna blame the stake or something. But you, you're probably right. But um, I do think he can be a winning player on uh, in it. Or let me say it this way: I do think he, in a situation where he gets a, a role, a bench role, he can be on a winning team because I do think he he has a certain skill set. I just don't like him starting because he can't play defense. Um, yes, he can shoot the three, and and to be fair to him, he, like Randall ruined Fournier's value early in the year. They did not know how to play together. Randall didn't spray it out well. It was it was. They didn't have a point guard. So Fournier, you can't really judge. But Fournier also drove me nuts and did crazy things. So I'd like to see him come off the bench. You're right. He probably won't want that. I don't know what what they're going to do with Fournier. Um, I think Kemba's definitely gone, by the way. He hasn't been oh, with yeah. the team for – Oh, yeah, so, I already know that. So I, I have, I have we one know question Kemba. for you. I have one question for you. Go what, ahead. Di- what dynamic point guard would you go after? So I know you guys say we can't draft one, and – I, we probably can because of our position. Could they trade up? Maybe we have a lot of value, but like Tibbs doesn't really play young point guards. Although Grimes play, like I get that whole argument. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you go Malcolm Brogdon? I like Brogdon, but is, is he, he a playmaker? Is he dynamic. I don't think he's. he's not nah. a, that's what I'm. He's not this, a, is, 
This is what I'm getting at. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you overpay for a guy like Brunson? I like Brunson. Do you pay him what he's going to want? I don't. I don't. That's tough. That's tough. I don't know who else is out there. We someone else may become available that hasn't been talked about. I don't know. I'm right. just gonna. I'm just. Tier three of a rebuild. I'm not worried about a perfect point guard right now. If I could get IQ to let's see what IQ has. I would use the whole season to see what Emmanuel quickly has, to see what how he blends, how Deuce McBride comes along. We won't know until we actually play them. And so I want to exactly. see what I, we have. There. We could wait well, until 2023 frustra- if we need to. Yeah, that's my frustration because I think IQ sh- like to me I should have had more of a sample size. Yep. Like in my opinion, the last few games of IQ where he's really playmaking, seeing the floor. IQ needs to get stronger. Like my my only issue with IQ is he's shown at times he can play good defense, but my issue with IQ is, the, yeah, you're you can shoot like Steph Curry at times. Yeah, you can, the floater. You'll get to the line. You're getting more calls. He needs to be able to finish around the rim. We've like, been doing that for the not, second half of the season, though. I know he can make and ones, but I'm talking about getting all the way to the rim consistently. I know it's hard against trees, but like. I, I still think he can do it's 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 more strength. I know he does get and ones, but I still think he can do it more. I like him, dude. I, I just don't. I didn't like that Tibbs didn't give him more minutes early on because yeah. we we could have maybe answered this more. I now we that. now we're all questioning can he be that, and and that's what creates confusion. But yeah. it's yeah. always a pleasure, guys. It's been a tough year, but I appreciate your show. Absolutely, man. Uh, Shout thanks, to man. Shout out to Ron. All right, man. Yeah. Good caller. Good call. Yep. Yeah, but I, I'm agree. I agree with you, Raw. You heard me say it from again. It's, it's just time to let him actually try it. Like, forget all yeah, the wheels. You, you won't know the questions are answered until he gets the key and the rest of the show. You know, so I just want to bring nobody else in. We got Joe Biden still waiting too. So I, I just want IQ to get his time now. Let's see what he got. Let's let's give him that ball. Let's see what yeah. he does. Man. And and I'll and I'll say this about Fournier. Like I, I understand people's complaints with him about him not playing defense. But the thing is, is that like like I've said in the past, I've seen in certain lineups, if you surround Fournier with the right defenders, it hides his defensive inefficiencies. And it the does. fact that and the fact that he's such a good three point shooter, that's why if Fournier is to stay, I'm not totally against it because it's just a matter of you have to put the right defenders around Fournier. If you put the right defenders around him, you can hide his defensive efficiencies, and he can still provide that three ball for you. Well, let me ask you, Ryan, are you saying, like, if, let's say, okay, let's make a couple assumptions. Let's say they kept Fournier, and Fournier says, I'm not coming off the bench. So you're willing to not give Grimes and Cam those minutes so that Fournier could play? I mean. Nope. I already know that answer. The, 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 <laughs> thing is, the thing is, I'm not opposed to Grimes and whoever else coming off the bench to back Fournier. Like, I'm, I'm okay with the formula of Fournier starting, but him not finishing games. I'm okay with that formula. Okay. Because I'm is, just saying you're going to have to take minutes from those other two guys to give minutes to Fournier. Yeah, I mean, I know that as well. But the, 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 but at the end of the day, the issue is Fibs doesn't really distribute his minutes Good like that. He, yeah, no, he, he doesn't. He, he, and that's what I'm saying. And that's the worry right there. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. I'm thinking realistically, we got Tibbs. He's not going anywhere. So if you bring Fournier back, he's playing 30, 32 minutes. And that's going to take away from the other two guys. So I would rather trade him and just give Grimes or Cam that spot and let them go. And, not, and I'm not saying that because Fournier is a bad player. I'm saying we got two young guys chopping at the bit that could do just as well. 
Yeah, we gotta we gotta move. Yeah. We gotta move on the decision. And and you know, Grimes hit hit the three at the clip for he does, but I can see it I can see him I can see it happening if he gets more time and oh, yeah, the defense sure. will be better. And then I'll yeah, sure, time for McBride, sure. I'll leave time for Cam and, and all that. Right. And that's, yeah, that's, I, that's I, all I just think, Yeah, I just think I'm looking at it from a realistic standpoint because as much as we want all these veterans move, I don't think there's gonna be a fire sale of veterans. Like that's just me thinking from a realistic standpoint. Make maybe one or two veterans might be gone, but you know we it's still might have. We, but but we still gonna have. I think we're still gonna have a few of these veterans here. And I'm like, if the one of those veterans here, like I'm not gonna be opposed to it. It's not no, gonna be like, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, if I'm Cam, though, I'm not gonna be happy if Fournier's here because it's my contract year. Yeah, and I'm, it's my contract year, man. So I I don't know. I'm just saying. I I'm saying like okay. And this is what you brought up a good point, right? Decisions are going to have to be made. I mean, decisions are going to be made. So if you're going to build the right way, then you should have never signed Fournier. You should have, you should have had, you know, but now you got Fournier, you got Grimes. And I'm saying like this, you know how like you, you start off in training camp, right? And so you go through training camp, then you got your starting unit, and uh, especially with tips. And so you, you got the first 30, 35 games, and then they'll start to blend. They'll start to mesh, right? And because you see Fournier started to mesh better second half of the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying if I gave those minutes to Grimes, dang, what could he become? Like, I'm thinking he could be way better because he's going to be better defensively, and he can shoot just as well. So, you know, Grimes will definitely give you – he gets five or six three-pointers. So I, I'm just like, well, if I could give those minutes to Grimes and let that first unit – mesh you know for a nice 30 35 games i think at the end the knicks will win more games you know with grimes there as opposed to fournier the defense alone for sure i can see that yeah so um and then you're not missing much offensively with him so Mm -hmm. um that's that's what i'm saying but uh, but we'll see they got decisions to make there's no doubt somebody's not going to be happy yeah somebody's definitely not going to be happy And, and even with the point guard stuff like getting money for a mid tier point guard just seems like I don't know. Wait. It's stupid to me because we still, like we yeah, still have wait. this. We got to resign RJ. Right. Um, I still want to keep Mitch. Cam right. is going to be on the books. Like we. Right. And I heard. I heard. I heard. Uh, Ian Begley say he might be. People were trying to pay him 17, 18 mil for Cam. Yeah, he said that's what, that's mm. what rival GMs say. I don't buy into that because mm. rival GMs want to drive up the price so they might be able to get him. You know, but but I mean, I, I you know whatever though. You you got to you right though. You got these right this year. You got. Two big contracts in RJ and Mitch Rob. You don't have to deal with Cam till 2023, right? So I, I'm, I'm going to wait on Cam. And then I still got Grimes for three years in his rookie deal. I got Obi for two more years in his rookie deal. I got IQ for two more years in his rookie deal. So we could, now's the time to play these guys, especially since they've been showing themselves so well. Yeah. And then, and then if you, now if you got to, you know, next, you know, go over to Cap to re sign your own guys, hey, you know, especially if they're playoff guys. Fine. But right now you mess around with these veterans, you're not getting what you can out of your youth and you're gonna to have to come to decisions of just yep. very you know, up the season, you who you gonna pay. You know, so uh right now I'm paying Mitch and I'm paying RJ and then everybody else I'm trying to get rid of them and keep my young guys because I gotta see what I got before I have to pay them. Obi's gonna get paid and you wanna make sure you got something there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All that, all that plus more, and that goes that goes along with Leon Rose was saying about building the right way. So hopefully yep, that's, yep. that's the direction we go in. All right. Hopefully, man. All right. 
That is our show. Long show. I mean, I guess I could have could have predicted this was gonna be a long one because it is the long show. <laughs> the yeah, one. probably. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, the season ended. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, right. probably would want to call. We gotta take talk all talk all about all this other stuff. But thank you guys for calling. Salute to you guys. Shout out to Nick Yak, Be Civilized, Don Hines, uh, Picks with Timmy Alexander, everybody else rocking with the KOT show. Please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not already. And please also share, man. Share share these this content with Nick's Nation. Um, also, shout out to my guy Lee, who's been a write-up from the Daily Dot. If you follow us on Twitter, um, you'll see I posted it. It's, it talks about um, the content creators of colors. It talks about the, uh, a little bit about the, the KOT show, Nick's Fan TV, and NYK Terry and Trey. So definitely check the, that that article out. Shout out to my guy Lee from the Daily Dot. All right. Um, so that is our show. Um, raw. Let them know where they can find you, man. Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube and Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter and Raw Hebrew Remnant Repping on Patreon. There you go. I was about to say, don't forget the Patreon, all right? No, I got yeah. <laughs> Proceeds go to a good cause. All right? <laughs> That's right. They do. That's right. All right. All right, Ryan G. Let them know where they can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G, Sir is, G chilling. is chilling. <laughs> That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can also find me at Sir G's Corner where I talk sports and Knicks news. That's going to be coming back pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. All right. You already know what it is. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all that noise. Get your Knicks merch. Blue and orange, black and white snapbacks at nicktimeshow.com. All right? And follow us on all social media. That is DKOT Show on Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, and the Nick of Time Show on Facebook as well. And, yep, that's it, man. That's all I got to say. Not sure what the next show is going to be, but we'll definitely be back. Get some some more content coming for you. We'll get some, some a wrap-up show and more. All right? So that is our show. Thank you guys for rocking with us. And as always, shut out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these YouTube Nick streets, all right? That is us. Oh, new subscriber. You see the subscriber graphic go off? Shout out to. <laughs> shout oh, to, man. <laughs> shout out to the new subscriber. I missed what it's, I missed who subscribed because it came, on, came off the screen pretty quickly. But thank you, for the new subscriber, for subscribing, all right? <laughs> that is our show. We out of here. Peace. <laughs> nice. <laughs>